the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. The one and only Dave Rubin. Welcome back to America First, Dave. Gorka, you know what? I'm going to give you a good Star Wars reference right up top. I am, as you know, in Los Angeles and California. It's very fiery here these days, very smoky. So I'm closer to being in Mustafar than I am in uh, than I am in Dagobah. Just, just watch out for those the lava. As you're if you're jumping around those rocks, just watch out for the the, the flowing lava, my friend. I don't know how I can justify this. How on earth can you come on my show, the international phenomenon that you are, with the best hair on YouTube and say you're not going to do Skype? I'm just going to go right. I don't care if I'm going to get in trouble with you. You're going to cut me off, block my number. How can you do that to my three million listeners? Forget YouTube. How can you do that to people on radio who want to hear your hair? My hair's sort of become a meme in and of itself. There's a lot of spray in there. There's a lot of spray in there. Product, which can be pretty product. dangerous. It's a lot of product, and you know the uh, the people here, the the lefties, they don't, they're not happy with the use sprays. But I'm uh, fighting the power any way I can. You know, that, you've got to resist. You've got to resist those hair product Nazis. Uh, follow this man right now. Check out the Rubin Report. Get his book. Don't burn this book. And also, he has a whole platform called Locals that you need to check out as well to push back on the fascists in the social media universe dave um let's let's cut to the to the chase immediately there's an individual who uh, many moons ago a long long time ago in a galaxy far far away was a republican he was actually a member of congress now from his basement along with uh, his female accomplice he has a morning show that i don't know if anybody watches but he made a kind of veiled threat to people like you or me. So let's listen to Joe Scarborough from The Morning Joe. We got in trouble for some naughty words yesterday. Joe uses one that I think will get through the censors, but it's him saying it, not me. Play Audio Cut 7. It's kind of crazy if you think about it. The really stupid jackassery that's going on out there by people who are trying to stay close to the President of the United States. What they don't realize is that what they write on editorial pages, what they tweet on their tweet machines, what they say on their internet like uh, sites and I don't know, whatever you call those things, podcasts, <laughs> those are forever. Like, those are forever. I think you, Dave, have a Twitter machine and one of those, what do you call them, podcasts? Is that a veiled threat? Is Joe Scarborough saying, ooh, we're going to come after you, Dave? Dave, are you, are you intimidated? 
Well, I assure you, I'm not intimidated by <laughs> Joe Scarborough. I mean, MSNBC couldn't pay me enough to take a show there, not that they would ever offer me a show. Um, but, you know, that's just, I mean, first off, it, he sounds sort of drunk, or it's hard to tell if he's being sarcastic or not. But, but putting that aside, I mean, what this really gets to the heart of is the, the disconnect between mainstream media and then guys like us, people that are out there in yes. the digital world that are connecting with their audiences in a new way, that are saying something that is is true or certainly at least much closer to the truth than what the corporate media has given you. So all they've got basically is is to belittle people like that because they think from their ivory tower that they're better than us. But I, I think they've got a real surprise coming in about six weeks. Yes, indeed. He's Dave Rubin. Follow him right now at Rubin Report. The book is geniusly entitled Don't Burn This Book and check out his new social media platform, Locals. I love this new format of yours, Dave. Why are you doing the, the DM or the direct message? Because we've got used to you sitting in your lovely studio with your guests, the nice long-form interviews. <laughs> you barely have any notes. It's just really natural, authentic. And now you're looking us in the eye. You're staring at the camera. And I don't even see you. I don't even see any reflections of an auto cue like Biden uses. Listen, I am a much more highly trained professional. But he's Joe been doing Biden, it for 47 years. How old are you, Dave? Are you like Baby Yoda? <laughs> I'm, I'm 44, so Biden's been in the government longer than I've been alive. Good Ooh. God, that's scary. Ouch. Um, well, you know, I started doing my new show, The Direct Message, at the beginning of September. I'm doing a three-day-a-week, about a half-hour news show, and I just pick, you know, usually three stories, anywhere from two to four stories, but usually three stories. And I do with no notes, right? I stare into the camera. I share my thoughts. You know, I scribble down a few things right before, you know, in case I have like a specific number that I have to mention or right. something happened in a certain chronological order, that kind of thing. But what I'm trying to do, I think it's related, is what you do also. You know, it's like there's a way to give people information that, that even though a lot of the media is being granted blessing and upsetting, we're losing you again. We're losing you again. There's information that what? Say that again. Even though, even though the news can sort of feel depressing and, and make everybody angry all the time, I think there's a way, and, and you kind of do it with cultural references and Star Wars references and all that kind of stuff, there's a way to give people information where, you know, you can learn something and then also not feel terrible. And that, that's really what I'm, I'm trying to do, and it seems to be working so far. People are digging it. And, uh, yeah, ch you know, ch check it out. Check things. it out. It's about 30 minutes long. It's really yeah. information-packed. It's his direct message. We're so glad to have you back after your annual. Hi he, goes, he hides. He hides somewhere for a month. He switches <laughs> off his phone. He asks us to put fun, funny, jaunty messages about where is Dave Rubin. I don't know how he switches off from social media, but he's back, and we're glad. The book that he has authored that you must read is Don't Burn This book follow him on twitter at rubin report now in the five minutes we've got with you dave um you are a paragon of of what churchill taught us what was it 70 years ago he who is not uh, of the left when young has no heart he who is not a conservative when older has no brain you made that transition you worked at the young turks you crazy man and now you are an individual who says he's going to vote for Donald Trump. So talk to us as a person who's, who's made that heroic journey, that, 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 that Campbell-esque journey. What are your expectations? What are the trends you're witnessing in the last few months in America, especially since the George Floyd killing? And what is your expectation for the next 38 days? 
Yeah, well, you know, first, real quick on that Churchill quote, you know, it really does make sense if you think about it, meaning if you're not liberal when you're young, meaning you don't really know how the world works, but you sort you sort of feel that you should be helping people and you don't have to really think about all the ways. And utopia is cool and we can do utopias. Right. right. So you can you can sort of feel that when you're young. And then and then the reason you get older and you generally people become more conservative is you start getting a real world approach to things. You understand that there are generations before you that have that have fought for hopefully good ideas to succeed and bad ideas to fail and everything else. You know, look, I was on the Young Turks. You can find videos. I'm not that proud of them from five years ago where I was a Bernie supporter. And and basically what happened was I started noticing, you know, that there was something really wrong with the left. You know, the thing that everyone sees now, the rioting, the violence, the calls to burn it down, the fact they want to change the Electoral College, they want to change the way we vote. I mean, in effect, get you know, add Supreme Court justices, basically destroy everything that we've built. I started talking about that from a lefty perspective and saying, hey, guys, let's clean up our side here. And what happened is now what is happening to so many other people. I was completely purged, uh, you know, called the worst things, tried to be canceled and the whole thing. And then what I realized was, holy cow, you know, on the right, I have a couple of differences with conservatives. Seb, you know, and I, you and I know yeah. we don't agree on everything, but it's like people on the right are, are willing to agree to disagree. And, I and we don't want to cancel just, you. <laughs> we don't, don't want to cancel me. And I don't want to cancel you. And actually, I cherish the fact that I live in a country that has people that I disagree with politically. I mean, imagine if we didn't, but the left is becoming a monolith. Right. And, and I, you, tr- you know, I heard you once at a, we were at an event, I think it was a turning point event a couple of years ago, and you gave a great analogy as to what Trump is. That I think you called him the the icebreaker. The icebreaker. That there was this, yeah, that there was this giant glacier and Trump came in and broke it. And I think that's the right analogy. The other way I've sometimes talked about it is that, you know, that there was a chessboard and nothing was working right. We were at a stalemate in the world and Trump just flipped the chessboard upside down. So whatever your analogy is, the point is that this is this is not a racist man this is not a homophobic man or a bigot this is somebody who loves america he's fighting the democrats which is hard enough but he's also fighting the media which is nearly impossible and pretty much every other republican would have laid down and i think he's mapping something that that is good for people to know that you can stand up for yourself and oh. and that's why that's why i'm supporting him on top of the fact that that the democrats have just lost their mind <laughs> And, and Biden probably has dementia, and it's like this is the candidate that they've put out there. All right. I want to close the show with you. In 38, 38 days' time, what do you expect, and especially what do you expect if Donald Trump wins the election? Yeah, well, let's say 38 days. If you think it's bananas today, yeah. uh, I got a banana farm to, talk, to sell you because <laughs> it's going to get crazier. I mean, you know, whatever happens not only with the Supreme Court situation, but mail-in voting and the riots and everything else. So we know things are going to get crazier. The the, the temperature is just going to raise on everything. As far as the election, look, I, I think Trump is going to win. I think there is such an undercurrent of support that does not show up in polls, just like it didn't show up last time. I think the disgust with what the modern left has become. Right. I think the average person who's sort of apolitical, if their choice is, okay, People that are burning down cities or Trump, who maybe I don't like how he tweets, I, but, but he seems to at least love America and have some semblance of, of caring about the history of this place. Well, I think they're going to break to Trump. So I sense Trump is going to win big. But I think the bigger issue is that 
the Democrats didn't accept the results of the last election, yes. nor did the media. And they're going to really double down on it this time. And I think we're going to have lots of state recounts. And I, so I think we've got a couple of years of chaos before we get to something more more orderly. But I, I hope Trump wins, because if he doesn't, you know, the left will be really empowered. And if you think they're crazy now, just wait till they have the power back in their hands and, and it'll be much worse. So. You may be surprised at what I'm about to say, and we've literally got 60 seconds left. Um, yeah. My listeners might be surprised. I see you as a brave guy. Your, your journey takes chutzpah. It takes a spine. What is your message to those out there who really feel intimidated and aren't prepared to live and speak their values, Dave? It's very simple. You must speak up. It, that's, it's not a question. You have to do it because if you if you think it's tough now, yeah. then imagine how much tougher it'll be next year, the year after the year after. Things don't magically get better. The universe doesn't magically set order to itself. You're the one that can do it. And if you don't do it, then your neighbor won't do it. And if your neighbor won't do it, well, then nobody will do it. So it's, it's about you. It's about the individual. And if you start setting, it's Jordan Peterson, clean your room and then and then clean the world. Yeah. Clean your room and clean the world. If you don't do it now, you won't be allowed to do it later. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. What happens now? President Trump made history by nominating Judge Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. That is fantastic news. But now the scene shifts to the United States Senate. The rules of the Senate call for hearings before the Judiciary Committee. Watch for those in coming weeks and expect a political blockbuster. Then the committee votes to move the nomination to the floor of the Senate. That, too, will be a fight. Then comes the Senate debate and the big event, the vote. It will be a battle at every turn, and Democrats will try their best to slow it down. Republicans must keep up the heat and see it through to the end. The future of the Supreme Court is at stake. We need Judge Barrett on the Supreme Court now. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, preparing leaders in politics and policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.